Hey there, I'm Becky, and welcome to Literary Escapes Podcast, where we travel the world one book at a time. Today, I have one of my favorite bookstagrammers here with me to give us some Literary Escape book recommendations. I hope you enjoy the show. Well, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here today. Thank you for doing this with me. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited to chat books with you, and I'm so glad that you found me on Instagram because I was, you know, scrolling through your podcast and your posts, and it's it's just, it's super awesome that you're doing this. So I'm so yeah. happy to be here. I'm not sure exactly how we found each other, but I, I love the name of your, your uh, Instagram handle, Spaghetti Friendship. Oh, thank you. So, yes. so why don't you tell me a little bit about, I guess, who you are and your relationship to books a little bit. Sure, I would love to. So my name is Laura Botten, and I'm currently writing my first book called Spaghetti Friendship, A Reunion in Rome. And it tells the story of two friends who haven't seen each other in 15 years and they reunite in Rome, which is like the coolest place to, you know, have a high school reunion. And so it's, it's a true story of, of me and my, my friend um, from oh, high school fun. that I hadn't seen. Yeah. And, and we took this trip two years ago. So I've been writing it for the last couple of years and I'm hoping to release it in October of 2022. So okay. I, I said it out loud now. So I know, that's not yeah. in stone, but but hopefully that's what I'm shooting. That is awesome. I'm an avid so, reader. Um, I, I love to read books. So yeah, it's it's great to be part of this like bookstagram community. For sure. So did you um are you indie publishing it or are you with a traditional or it's looking indie publishing? I wanted to do uh, the traditional way of publishing, but I think I've changed my mind. I think I'm just gonna, I've always kind of marched to the beat of my own drum. So I think I'm just gonna do it on my own and see what happens. I'm, I'm following a lot of different independent authors and uh, figure out like how to do it because it's, you know, a big undertaking. <laughs> it definitely gives you a lot more freedom if you do the indie publishing, it, it seems like. I agree. And I like that. I, I like that I could have some creative control over the story and of the cover and all that kind of stuff. Right. So I, I'm, I think I'm up for the challenge. We'll see. Well, I look forward to it. So October later this year, later next year, um, I look forward to yep. seeing that. That's exciting. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited about it as well. And uh, hopefully people read it and like yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what it's all about. And uh, that's right. having an escape to Rome is... Uh, I love books that are set in Italy. There's so many really, really good ones. So there are. Italy is such a great setting for books, for movies, vacations. I mean, there's it so really much, is. There's so much there. The food and the culture and the history. It's and one of the books that I selected today maybe takes place in Italy because <laughs> I love it. So <laughs> I, I am right there with you in the book club that I have, um, the Literary Escape Book Club last. I guess it was September. I'm not even sure where we are month-wise, but um, in September, we were um, in the book club, we were in Venice. And so we read a couple of books that were set in Venice and that was a lot of fun. So I would love to see Venice. I, I did not see Venice when I was out there and it's a reason to go back because- It is, there's so many reasons beautiful. to go back. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> so you have some book recommendations for us today. Yes, I'm I do. So I, I chose, 
I'm so happy that you that you um, asked me to do this because I'm looking through my bookshelf and I'm realizing, you know, there's so many like so many cool places that books can transport us to. I love the concept of your podcast, Becky, because books really have the power to like bring you somewhere else, um, whether it's a magical place like, you know, Hogwarts. I know you're a big Harry Potter fan. I am. <laughs> um, but um, today, so I chose three books with three different settings and they're all very different. I'm from Chicago. So the first okay. book I wanted to talk about, um, it's a popular book. I'm sure a lot of people have, you know, heard of it or read it, but um, Devil in the White City from Eric Larson, which Ooh. takes place in Chicago. Not only does it bring you to Chicago, but it also brings you to another time because it takes place in 1893 um, during the World's Fair. So it's a nonfiction book. I love nonfiction. Um, I, I figured I'd throw in a nonfiction selection I love for that. you guys. Yeah. And it's so well written. It's so well researched. So you get the history of Chicago rebuilding itself after the big fire okay. and it's, it's 1893. So the world's fair is going on. So all these, you know, exhibitions are going on all this. It's, you know, the city is rebuilding, literally, literally rebuilding itself. And you also have a parallel story going on also true. And this is why I love nonfiction because sometimes things are stranger than fiction. <laughs> that is so was, true. It is. It's crazy. There was this, I guess you could call him a serial killer. I don't know. His name was H.H. Holmes. And he owned this hotel, which was very close to the World's Fair. So a lot of people visiting the fair were staying at his hotel. His hotel was, it was kind of like a maze. There were like trap doors and people would get locked into their rooms and it was hard. It, people got lost in there and he was murdering people. I realize nice. this is not a very like light first book to bring up but it's wow. fascinating and it's true. And, you know, you're reading this book and Eric Larson is amazing at weaving back and forth between like the historical facts of what was going on in the city of Chicago. And then simultaneously, this really sinister thing was going on that wow. not a lot of people knew about. And it, it's almost, it almost reads, it's like a Stephen King novel, but it's, it's all true. And so it's wow. just a crazy story. And it really makes you feel like you're in Chicago during the World's Fair of 1893. It, it's a fascinating read. And I have so many Eric Larson books on my list. He writes about a lot of historical events and uh, is such a great writer. So that Eric sounds... Larson, yeah, definitely give it a go. It's, it's a heavier read, you know, with, mm -hmm. if it's about a serial killer, it's, it's right. a heavier read. So well-researched and so well-written and it reads like a novel because it's, it's, it'll just capture your attention. It's, it's wow. a great, great read. Great. That sounds really yeah. interesting. So that one is Devil in the White City by Correct. Eric Larson, and it'll take you to yeah. Chicago back in the late 1800s. So that sounds mm -hmm. fabulous. A little time travel, you know, thrown into yeah. it. I figured that would be kind of fun. Absolutely. <laughs> so should I jump into the next one? Yeah. Now? What have you got next? Okay. Book two, it's a lot lighter. I promise there's no <laughs> murder hotels. <laughs> uh, this one takes us to Alaska. I know Ooh. you featured Alaska before. It's called um, My One Square Inch of Alaska by Sharon Short. And um, I love the cover too. It's got like this little trailer and there's this little husky there. I think it's a Siberian husky or an Alaskan husky. Pretty. Yeah. And I like that. This was a, yeah, it's such a cute cover. It, it like, I happened upon it one day. I wasn't looking for it. It just, I stumbled upon it somehow. I think I was going through an Alaska phase where I was just reading all these books 
you know, about Alaska or that takes yeah. place in Alaska. Alaska is one of those like places I think that we feel drawn to. It's it's got this like majesty, you know, and it, it's a symbol of a lot of things for a lot of people. And it's a really cute story, a career in like fashion design. And um, she's got a father and a brother and her brother is obsessed with this, this television show that takes place in Alaska. And the television show okay. hooks up with like a cereal company and they have okay. this promotion where they're giving away one square inch of Alaska <laughs> to everybody that like wins the prize. And they have this deed to the land, but it's, it's literally one square inch of land. And so her brother, whose name is Will, he wants to go see his land. And so that's, that's where they end up. It's oh, that's a very fun. Cute story. It's, it's adorable. I, I'm so glad that I randomly found this book because it's one of my favorites. And I that had never, is so fun. I had never heard of it. <laughs> and so it's called One Square Inch of Alaska. And who was it by? Uh, Sharon Short. Sharon Short. So I, I would like to see what else she has because it was it was such a cute book and such a fast read and a very like heartwarming story about family. And I, I just I loved it. I that sounds really it. cool. It was super cute. Yeah, it was a very cute story. And then of course. We have to go to Italy because of course, anybody that follows me on Instagram, as you know, I'm obsessed with Italy. Ever since I went there two years ago, it changed my life. So I thought I'd bring up Love and Gelato by Jenna Evans Welch. Um, okay. This is actually the first book in a three-part series, and each one takes you to a different country. The first one takes you to Italy, of course, Okay. Florence, and then actually book two is Love and Luck. It takes you to Ireland. And then book three is Love and Olives, which hops you over to um, Greece. And that one's really wow. good too. That sounds fabulous. But, um, I wanted to, to bring up this one just because of the whole Italy thing. Um, she does a really great job of like, of describing Florence, Italy and making it come to life. It's almost like you're reading a painting. Her words are so colorful wow. and you can really picture, you can picture the churches and the copper domes. You can picture the colors of all the buildings, you know, the, the yellows and the reds and the oranges, you can picture the Arno River. And it's it's like you can see Florence, Italy. So she does a really tremendous job of almost making Florence, Italy a character in the book, kind of. It's it's like you wanna hang out with Florence, you know, but it's a place. I so love it I love when authors are able to do that, where they're able to make the setting so real to you that it does feel like a character. and. Italy has a color palette. It feels like oh, all yeah. its own. And you're you're talking to that with the different colors that she mentioned, you know. And for sure. I, you know, between the landscape of Italy, the house colors and the tile roofs and all of that, Italy, I feel like it has its own palette color. <laughs> oh, totally. And you know, it's taking place in Florence, which is the capital of Tuscany so you have these like green rolling hills all the vineyards around it's just so picturesque it this book will make you want to get on a plane and fly <laughs> to Florence and eat some gelato <laughs> there you go <laughs> if you so didn't what's already the story about in this one <laughs> so the story it's really a story of family it's it's this girl who flies out there actually to reconnect with her father and okay. so she, she doesn't actually want to go to Italy at first. She's kind of like, you know, I don't know anybody out there. I just want to stay at home here in America. But she flies out there and she learns so much about her mother and her father. And she meets some friends along the way and gets to experience 
you know, the food and the culture and everything. And she ends up, you know, it ends up being the greatest trip that she's ever taken, basically. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. That sounds so really good. And so the sequels, are they the same characters or different characters? Interestingly, the second book is the same characters. Um, there's two best friends. So I'm, I'm blanking on her first name, Lena. So Lena heads to Italy and then her best friend is back at home in the States and they're kind of, you know, she's updating her friend, you know, when she can with the time difference. Right. The, the next book, which is Love and Luck, which takes place in Ireland, it flips around. So Lena is, I think, actually still in Italy and her friend is now traveling and she's um, going through Ireland and, you know, she's there for a family wedding, but chaos ensues along the way and of she course. and her brother are, you know, kind of getting over this, um, this tense moment that they had before they left for the wedding. So it's another story of family, really, but you have the Ireland, the greenery in the background and everything. Awesome. And then the third book, we have entirely new characters. Okay. And it's another story of, of a, a daughter and her father, and it takes place in Greece. And again, she does such a great job of making you be able to see the, these places. I mean, I felt like I was on Santorini. I could like picture the white buildings and the, the blue beaches. So yeah, that's Jenna Evans Welch. And she does a great job of describing the setting. It's, it's incredible. I love and it'll when an author can too. take you there. That is so, that's such a gift when an author can make you feel like yes. you've been there. Or if yeah, you can't you remember like you if just, it was a movie yeah. or a book that you read because it's so vivid right. in your head, you know? <laughs> Exactly. These these books could easily be turned into a movie. And actually, going back to the first one, Devil in the White City, um, I think they were supposed to like make that a mini series or a Netflix movie or something with Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese. And I don't know if that ever happened, but I read about it years ago and was really excited because who doesn't love Leo? And you know, Martin <laughs> Scorsese is amazing. Um, so I don't know if that's still happening, but hmm. that one might might become a movie um and then of course the the love and gelato series that could easily become a movie that That's would be fun. like so fun to watch on the big screen i think so awesome. we'll see hopefully it'll turn into a movie <laughs> well that's that's three really fun books in very different places i love that so the first one was in chicago mm -hmm. we've got devil in the white city by eric larson and that awesome one was book. set in nonfiction, which i think is fabulous i love when people yes. throw a good nonfiction in there. Um, set yes. in the late eight, late 1800s um, during the mm -hmm. time of the World's Fair, which I think is also yes. pretty cool. That's fun. It's such a cool time. I mean, that book, I'm going to reread it, I think now. It's been a few years, <laughs> so I think I need to dive back into its pages. <laughs> That's cool. And then the second one you said is set in Alaska, but not really. So tell me that piece yeah. again. Yeah, so it's kind of the whole, all throughout the pages, it talks about Alaska. And it basically, these characters are like yearning to go to Alaska, specifically the main character's younger brother, because he wins this deed of land. And so he wants to go to Alaska. And his sister, she's a high school senior. So she's kind of on the brink of, you know, becoming an adult and wanting to like bust out into the world. And so the two of them head off on this journey towards the end, and they, they go up to Alaska. It's, it's, to me in that book Alaska is kind of like this symbol of there is something greater out there for all of us 
there is that something is so there awesome. and you know in our next chapter it's it like symbolizes our dreams and our hopes and what we yearn for and so they finally make it there in the end so you know you're not in alaska for very long during the book but you can't wait to get there and then once you finally get there it's like oh my god we made it you know and, <laughs> and alaska it's so majestic it's like you know the big mountains and it's like cold and there's not a lot of people that live there and it's part of the United States, but it's separate from the lower 48. So it's right. kind of, you know, it's almost like its own country. It's it's just Alaska is a very like mystical place, I feel like. I agree. Yeah, it's so it, there's so much unknown about it still. It feels like that it's this, yeah, it's this big secret place almost. Right. And tell me again the author of that one. So that one is by Sharon Short, is her name. Sharon and Short. I'm not sure what else she's written, but I'm sure she has other lovely stories. This one was just a delightful read. It sounds like it. I'd, I'm going to pick that one up. It sounds really good. Yeah. And then your third one was Italy, which who doesn't love Italy? Love and Gelato, which takes place in Florence. That's right. And the author on that one again? Jenna Evans Welch. Nice. And again, this is the first in a series of three books. I hope there's more because I love the other two as well. But, you know, who doesn't love gelato in Italy? There you go. I, I <laughs> there's a, completely there's a agree. Great scene, there's a great scene where they find this like hidden bakery, which is just so cool. Like it makes you want to go there and, you know, walk through the cobblestone streets and everything and taste all the food. And it's, you know, that's the birthplace of the Renaissance. So there's so much artwork and mm -hmm. the architecture is beautiful and the food, of course. I love Italian food. So same. I think what, what drew me to this book was gelato was in the title. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I could go for some ice cream right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not supposed to judge a book by the cover, except we do. <laughs> I mean, there's there's ice cream cones on this cover. I, I give this book two thumbs up because of that alone. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. That's awesome. So <laughs> tell me what you're reading right now, Laura. I'm actually reading the Harry Potter series. Oh, fun. I just started reading Harry Potter. I'm late to the Potter party, but I'm loving it. I just finished book three, um, The Prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban, That's, I don't know how to pronounce it. Azkaban, just That's one of my favorites. That yeah. Night. Yeah. Oh my God. The time travel part is so cool. Yeah. So I'm going to start um, Goblet of Fire tonight. Nice. So I'm going to get That's through awesome. all the Harry Potters before I dive into something else. So that's what I'm currently that. reading. And um, yeah, I'm glad I'm finally reading them. Like I, I heard very good things about the Harry Potter books for so many years. And I thought, why haven't I read them yet? But <laughs> I, I read a lot of nonfiction, as I was mentioning, a lot of biographies, memoirs. And so, you know, sometimes the the fiction or the like mystery, not mystery, but like the, the magical, you know, fantasy books sort of, I don't latch onto right away. So right. I thought, I'll give it a try and, and see. And I can't get enough. It's it's some of the best storytelling I've ever read. <laughs> It'll inspire a trip to England. <laughs> oh, for sure. I, that's if not Orlando to, to visit Hogwarts. <laughs> so yeah, that's right. That's fun. I uh, I haven't reread that one. I think I did last year um, at the beginning of the pandemic because Harry Potter is mm -hmm. kind of one of my go-to rereads if I need to kind of recenter myself, and so last year at the beginning you know when the world shut down i'm like time to go to harry potter again 
That's a perfect, oh my gosh, I couldn't have said it better myself. I think, you know, books have a tendency of just sort of like making us forget about all of our problems and all the crazy stuff happening. And, you know, you're just sitting on your couch, but you're in a whole, a whole nother world. So I think that's, that totally makes sense. Last year, I, the books that I read last year, I read a bunch of books, but I read um, a four book series by Elena Ferrante. Ferrante is probably how you pronounce it. She's an Italian author. Okay. And it's a four book series that takes place in Naples to go back to Italy. Shocking. Okay. And kind of the same thing. It, it, I felt like I was not here. I was not in the pandemic. I was, I was in Naples with all these characters, you know, yeah. and just sort of escaping for an hour each night to go somewhere That's nice. else. <laughs> That's kind of how the, my book club came about is that I knew I needed an escape and kind of found some people who wanted to go along with me on it. So each month we go to a different place and, you know, explore it in different books, different genres. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I That's one of my favorite things about books is being able to travel anywhere you want to. And with no plane ticket. Exactly. It's so much cheaper. <laughs> exactly. And not having to worry about packing clothes. So that's right. No, I think that's a great idea. I love that idea. Every month picking a different spot. That's awesome. It's fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, thank you so much for sharing your recommendations with us. This is a lot oh, of, of fun. Of course. Thank you for, for having me on. And as a quick little plug, I'm I'm doing this thing on my Instagram or through my website. But if, if you follow me on Instagram, I have this cozy Roman Christmas kit, um, which I'm going to be sending out in December. It's my little way of taking you to Italy for free. It's just it's going to come right into your inbox and people can sign up for free. Got recipes and movie recommendations, a a Spotify playlist, all with an Italian flair. So if people want to go to Italy for the holidays, but not really go to Italy, they can sign up. The link is right there in my bio. So if anybody is interested. Nice. And I'm obsessed with Italy. (laughs) Your um, Instagram handle is spaghetti friendship. Correct. Spaghetti friendship. Okay. And I love um, spaghetti. <laughs> me too. I, I could <laughs> that one, you know, if you got one, if you could only do one food, it would probably be spaghetti for me because oh yeah. I love spaghetti. Satisfying um, meal. It is completely. Well, thank you again, Laura. I really, really enjoyed this. Thank and you. So did I, Becky. I, I'm so happy that we got to chat. This was fun. Me too. Thanks for joining me today on the Literary Escapes podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and maybe would like some more Literary Escape book recommendations, then come check out the Literary Escape Society. We are a community of travelers who love books or maybe book lovers who love to travel. Either way, if you need an escape, a literary escape, come join us as we read our way around the world together, one book at a time. Check out the show notes to learn more about the Literary Escape Society. And we'll see you next time on the next episode.